On the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Welcome back. It is indeed 42 after 7 in the a.m. And uh, I've just received a message from my producer. This comes from Auntie Aisha Latu. That uh, the 10 a.m. Uh, Express presenter, currently Nur Dakhil Wooden, the voice of the Cape, will be joining the Red Cross Hospitals or Children's Hospitals Trust to raise funds for the hospital. And inshallah, the team and Andy Aisha will be on ITV networks on Sunday, the 17th of May at half past eight. So the aim, inshallah, is to try and uh, raise funds for the Red Cross Hospital. The target is three million rands, inshallah. Definitely a good cause for the hospital, and I'm sure um, the funds will be put into good news, good use rather than news. Well, either or, uh, let's continue chatting. So, one of the uh, one of the d- different, um, uh, you know, I've seen that many people have went on different social media campaigns to try and you know bring about some positivity some goodness some greatness in terms of their um, their means of ensuring how they make COVID-19, not just one of fear and concern, but bringing about a positive outlook, a positive signage uh, for our communities out there. Well, speaking to me this morning now is Mr. Brent Dissel, the Managing Director of the Independent Outdoor Media. Good morning, Brent. Uh, Good morning, Mohammed. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It's an absolute pleasure, sir. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your expertise. Um, Independent Outdoor Media, or IOM, uh, is a Cape Town-focused advertising real estate company, or what is more commonly referred to as an outdoor advertising company. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started the company in 1995 after I noticed a constitutional glitch in uh, the city's uh, then old signage bylaw, Mm -hmm. um, a a glitch which uh, created an effective economic monopoly for city land, Mm -hmm. but um, which had a negative effect on the rights of Cape Town um, commercial property owners. So I uh, pushed for change over a few years, which resulted in a policy change um, by the city in 1998, Mm -hmm. which unlocked a never-before-realized capital value for certain private property here in Cape Town. Um, And that work was the effort um, or the forerunner, um, should I say, for um, a successful constitutional challenge for the city's bylaw in 1999, which effectively then legalized outdoor advertising on private property in Cape Town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wonderful. I mean, 1995 to now. Well, COVID-19 couldn't have come at a more strategic, cautious time for uh, advertising, at least uh, bringing about you know, some sense of positivity and, and, and still uh, ensuring that there's, there, there's goodness and cautious messages put out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, one of the things that, uh, um, you know, people have been doing and donating, you know, in terms of communities via a social support, social media support, etc. Um, you've decided to do something a little bit different by doing a massive outdoor awareness campaign. Tell us about that. 
Yes, well, I mean, both the President and our Premier of the Western Cape called on all of us to try and play our part in the COVID-19 crisis. Mm -hmm. And um, with my field of expertise being in communication and in seeing how this pandemic was rapidly unfolding abroad, um, and also noticing how many in Cape Town were seemingly not taking this very seriously, I decided to embark on a COVID-19 awareness campaign. Mm -hmm. This by initially using our own inventory to display messages. Mm -hmm. And our approach was to raise awareness in order to save lives. Okay. You're correct. Um, you know, there are other uh, organizations that are arranging food parcels and money, which mm -hmm. I think collectively is all important, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for the president of Cape Town. No, absolutely. Well, this isn't your first one, I believe. What other projects have you ventured into? Um, well, we've we've had this particular signage structure at the top of Longstreet for about 20 years. And uh, although it's become, I suppose, a well-recognized landmark by Cape Town locals for quite as long, I think it was really only after the Soccer World Cup in 2010 that, it, that this space became internationally recognized and photographed, almost like Cape Town's mini version of London's Piccadilly Circus or New York's Times Square. Mm -hmm. But I would say probably the event that placed this outdoor space firmly in the minds of most uh, was the infamous Zuma must fall social message, which we put up there in January 2016, just mm -hmm. shortly after Finance Minister Nene was unceremoniously axed. Um, and the local international media coverage of that event alone, uh, together with the social media buzz, was literally stratospheric, mm -hmm. um, resulting very quickly in this outdoor sign becoming the most photographed in Africa, I mean, literally overnight. Mm -hmm. um, and subsequent to that, we've had the South African flag up there. And then towards the end of last year, after our Boca won uh, the Rugby World Cup in Japan, mm -hmm. we changed the artwork to The Stronger Together. Uh, when they came to visit us. So um, a lot of unifying, patriotic-focused artworks have been there for many years now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, and uh, also your advertising reach uh, has been spread around different locations. What's the reason for the strategy behind them? Well, um, initially we focused the artwork in the CBD, but uh, the bulk of the awareness campaign, because there are 27 artworks in this entire campaign, um, are to be seen along the M2 highway, mm -hmm. um, really from the city foreshore to the Somerset West, and then more importantly, inside the residential areas which straddle the M2, from uh, from Lunga to Heidefeld, Kailicha to the Strand, um, also in Atlow and Mitchell's Plain, Grassy Park, Elsie's River. I mean, we've even gone as, gone as far inland as Worcester. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. Well, I think uh, you know these uh, these areas, and uh, besides central, um, you know, spreading out into different parts and different communities, seems like a positive idea of greatness. Well, and uh, uh, outdoor street signage—something else that you've got your hands involved in. Um. Well, in, what in, in terms of the feedback from the outdoor street signage, is that what you're asking? Or in terms of um, actually using street signage as a means of uh, a cursory glance and getting you know awareness as well as tips on how to prevent COVID-19. Well, we are. I mean, we we are in large formats. We we're in the large format space, which is, I suppose, slightly different to. Um, maybe the, the, the smaller formats. Mm -hmm. um, but I think collectively, you know, all messaging, all outdoor messaging, particularly in the realm of education, um, has to be of a positive benefit um, to the community. And I can certainly say that the feedback um, that we've received from the Western Cape government um, has been very positive and grateful, which in and of itself is very rewarding.
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, it's good stuff. It's uh, it's it's a tough time for everybody. But all the best to you and Independent Auto Media. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mohammed. Thank you for your time. Have a good Bye. one there. Bye. Well, Brent Dissel is speaking to us uh, from his company, Independent Auto Media. Well, different, using different means to uh, bring about awareness regarding COVID-19 and helping other companies and NGOs do the same. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo.